Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 12 of Revelation chapter 22. And we're going to be reading verses 8 through 11. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still, and he which is filthy, let him be filthy still, and he that is righteous, let him be righteous still, and he that is holy, let him be holy still. And I'll stop reading there. Now, um, we've come uh, to the point in verse 8 where the Apostle John is falling down to worship once again. We've seen him do this before. And he's falling down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed him the things that he was seeing. And we saw this back in Revelation chapter 19 and um, the end of verse 9 said these are the true sayings of God and then verse 10 and I fell at his feet to worship him and he said unto me see thou do it not I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of of prophecy, and um, the, who he's speaking to is one of the seven angels, and it's the same thing here in Revelation 22. John falls down before the feet of the angel, who is one of the seven angels, and uh, we um, have discussed this before and went through this in Revelation chapter 15. There are seven angels, and uh, the seven angels are clothed with purifying white linen, which is the righteousness of saints. So they are the elect of God. Chapter 16, they pour out the vials full of the wrath of God. And, and God identifies one of the seven angels um, who had poured out the vials of the wrath as, as showing John the information, the visions, and and we've discussed how um, Christ is identified with the seven angels and the seven angels with Christ, or Christ is identified with the elect and the elect with with Jesus. It, it's just as the Bible says, "How beautiful are the feet of them which would bring glad tidings of good news, the gospel," and in Isaiah. It says, how beautiful are the feet of him that brings glad tidings of good news. It's the same verse, but in one place, 
in the book of Romans, it, it speaks of the plural them. In the other place, it's singular him. And that's because what the body of believers do, Christ does. And, and so as the believers go out into the world, it's as though Jesus is going out into the world with the gospel in the day of salvation. And, um, Christ is, is the one in view sometimes when we're reading of the seven angels. One of the seven angels who's showing John information and revealing these visions. But here, when John falls down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed him these things, in verse 9 it says, Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. And each one of those things does fit a fellow child of God. That is, uh, if the uh, one of the seven angels represents the elect, well, John is also elect, and the elect are God's servants, so we are John's fellow servants. John is brethren with them. John is a prophet, and all the elect are spiritual prophets, so he is of the brethren of prophets, and all of God's people keep the sayings of this book because God gives them a new heart and spirit and desire to do so. And, and so all those statements do fit the child of God, but they also fit the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is our fellow servant, we could say, as um, he he also humbled himself and and served God. And Jesus said that he had brethren, and, and the brethren are those that do the will of God. And uh, when when someone had told him, Thy brethren, wait for thee without. And he said, My brethren are those that keep or do the will of God. And uh, likewise, Jesus perfectly kept the sayings of the Bible, perfectly kept the sayings of this book as God willed him to uh, do certain things in Jesus um, perform the doing of it with perfect obedience. Uh, he never transgressed the word of God. Remember, God magnifies his law above all his name. He, he is, um, also under his own law and Christ had submitted himself to keep the commandments of God. And, and so all of them, likewise, each one of these statements applies to the Lord Jesus Christ. So it, it's really been the most difficult thing in the book of Revelation. Uh, you know, the book of Revelation has many difficult things, but God has opened up so much information to us that we've been able to read it very um, easily, for the most part, all the way through. But the one trouble area, the one difficulty we've had is with the seven angels or one of the seven angels when John falls down. And all I can say is that uh, since he's falling down to worship and uh, it is said, see thou do it not. 
see thou do it not. That I, I just can't understand if, if this is Jesus, why he would tell John not to worship him. There's nowhere else where Christ, uh, refuses worship and you can read the gospel accounts and people would fall down at his feet and worship him. It says, and Jesus never said, get up and don't worship me. It never happened. Now, it doesn't mean there couldn't be some kind of spiritual application or, or teaching, but I don't see it. And, and so based on that, uh, we would have to say that this angel, again, is representative of the seven angels, fellow servants, God's elect. And, of course, a, a, a child of God does not worship any other child of God. We only worship God. We only worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, let's go on to verse 10 of uh, Revelation 22. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Now again, the prophecy of this book. The whole Bible is uh, called a prophecy. In Second Peter chapter 1, it says in uh, verse 20 and 21, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The prophecy is the Bible. The, the, the Bible um, was given by God, and, uh, and prophecy came by God moving in holy men to record the things we have written down in the Bible. And and so when it says, seal not the sayings, and again, that word sayings, it, it means the words. It, it's um, the word of God. Seal not the words of the prophecy of this book. And, and so it's making a statement that the Bible and all of its words and all of it is prophecy and all of it is compiled into one volume, one book. This is the book of God. This is God's divine communication. And, and, and it, the statement is, seal not the prophecy. And that causes us to understand that since it is uh, being said that it is not to be sealed, it must be referring to the time of the end, the time of the end of the world. And that's due to what God said to Daniel in Daniel chapter 12. In Daniel 12, it says in verse 4, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. And it's repeated in verse 9 of the same chapter. And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. 
and uh, God gave Daniel many revelations concerning the end of the world. Uh, we we won't go through them, but but many times God would give Daniel a vision and said, "At the time of the end shall the vision be," and. And so Daniel is being used as a figure of all those that wrote the Bible and the revelations given to Daniel of the Bible itself that the word of God was to be sealed up until the time of the end. And the implication is, because it says, till the time of the end, it doesn't say seal up the words forever, seal up the words until um, there's time no more, but seal up the words to a certain point. Seal them up until or till the time of the end. And then verse 10 of Daniel 12 goes on to say, The wicked shall do wickedly in the middle of the verse, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand, uh, indicating that when it's unsealed, there will there will be a progression in understanding by the wise, the people of God. And it's the same thing back in verse 4 of Daniel 12, after God said, seal the book, even to the time of the end. At the end of the verse, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. So the implication is, uh, within the statement itself, seal up the book till the time of the end, but then with the additional uh, information God gives, that knowledge increases, that the wise will understand, we see that it has always been God's plan to conceal certain information related to the end of the world until the time of the end of the world would arrive. And that's exactly what God did uh, at the end of the church age. And by God's grace, and as part of the information he has opened up to his people and their understanding, we know the church age ended the day before Pentecost, May 21, 1988. And that began the Great Tribulation. That began the point of judgment on the churches and congregations of the world. Judgment began at the house of God on that day. And that also was the beginning of the end. That began the final stage of earth's history. The end of the world was ushered in on May 21, 1988, the beginning of the Great Tribulation, at that point, God unsealed the Bible. He He took the seals off, and uh, he opened up the scriptures, and soon his people began to gain knowledge. Knowledge increased. Soon, the wise began to understand um, various teachings regarding the churches. Oh, the churches. God gave them space to repent. and But then he said, if you don't repent, I'll come and cast you into great tribulation. Or the church, God warned that uh, if they did not repent. 
he would take away their candlestick. And and God's people began now to see that's exactly what he's done. God has brought judgment on the churches. The Holy Spirit has come out of the midst of the congregations. And, and then God opened up more uh, uh, information to his people. Let those in Judea flee to the mountains. We must get out of the churches. And, and then the Lord revealed his plan to separate the wheat and the tares. The tares would remain behind in the church. The wheat, the elect children of God would come out. And just all kinds of information began to open up. So that began the point of the unsealing. And the Bible remained unsealed throughout the 23-year Great Tribulation period until May 21, 2011. The Great Tribulation ended and into the day of judgment where we find ourselves right now in this prolonged period of time, likely a 1600-day duration. And during this time, the Bible is not sealed. God has actually indicated elsewhere further intent to reveal to his people more information. As he says in Romans chapter 2 in uh, verse 5, and I'm going to go to the middle of the verse, Treasure us up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath. The day of wrath is judgment day. The day of wrath and revelation. Now let me stop there. There God is joining two, two ideas that we don't normally, um, see together and, and we had never expected before. It's only because we're, we're here remaining, living on the earth in the day of judgment that, that we see this at this time. The day of wrath and, and is a conjunction. It's joining together the day of wrath with the next statement and revelation. Revelation is when God reveals truth. When God opens the scriptures to increase knowledge so that the wise will understand, it's done through revelation. We, we learn of, uh, the man of sin. Because God reveals the man of sin, it says in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. He has revealed him on the pages of the Bible. And God has revealed the uh, in the day of judgment, it goes on to say here in Romans 2, 5, the day of wrath and revelation of, this is what God is revealing, the righteous judgment of God. That's what the revelation is related to. God is revealing to his people the righteous judgment of God. And and we've spent a good deal of time actually um, explaining and 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 showing from the Bible that it is a righteous judgment for God to shut the door of heaven, to bring about a spiritual judgment. There's been many charges that it's not fair it's not just 
that a good God would not do such a thing and allow people to continue living on the earth. And and uh, there's been accusations that that since um, children uh, born after such a date uh, with a door shut would mean that they could not be saved, that it's just not fair of God. And so we've slowly, carefully shown that God's salvation program has always been designed to go to the nations of them which are saved. It is for the elect whose names were written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's the only obligation God has made is to save each one of them. And once the last one of the elect became saved, and that occurred prior to the door shutting on May 21, 2011, but at that point when the last one of the elect, whose name was recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life, became saved, then God shut the door and he has no more obligation, he has no more responsibility to the rest of mankind, to the rest of the people of the earth. God only sent forth the gospel to find the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The gospel has no other purpose. It was like like um, a missile that is targeted uh, to a certain object. It follows that target, and that's what God's word went forth to do, to seek those lost sheep. And the last one was brought into the fold, then the sending forth of the gospel ceased. If there's no more names in the Lamb's Book of Life, no more individuals, and there isn't, there's not another page, there's there's not a name that was missed, and and therefore, the purpose behind evangelization was finished. It it ended when that last individual uh, did become saved, and and so we've spent a good deal of time discussing this as God has revealed His judgment and the nature of it, that it is a righteous judgment of God. Well. Here in Revelation 22, in verse 10, He saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. And from this statement in verse 10, we know that it must be what the the time that's being spoken of, the great tribulation into judgment day. Or it must be at the final phase of verse history, the end of the world, that is in view with verse 10, saying that uh, the Bible's not to be sealed, and and we know the point of the Bible's unsealing, when it would no longer be sealed, is the time of the end. And and therefore, verse 10 would would at least indicate that it's speaking of the Great Tribulation. It's verse 11 along with verse 10 that confirms that it has to do with our time of the day of judgment. And 
Well, we'll we'll discuss why that is uh, in our next study. We don't have time to get in it, get into that topic right now, but it, it confirms that God is speaking of judgment day, the the spiritual judgment He has brought upon the world. There are unjust and just. There are righteous and um, spiritually filthy. All are still present. And, and each one remains in their spiritual condition. And that only matches, that, that's only possible for our time. But we'll, again, we'll talk about that more in our next Bible study. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.